Hello and welcome to another episode of Vegan Cheesecake, your favorite podcast all about vegan food and... The Golden Girls! That's right, I'm Dave Huffman, the bitchy vegan homo. What's up everybody, it's your girl Vegan Vicky of Urban Sweetness! And today's episode probably sounds a little different than we usually do because normally we're sitting in the same room recording together. We but are. Today we are apart. We are! We and are I don't like distance. it. We are as social distanced as you could possibly get. Yeah, we You're... really are. We're practicing <laughs> we're well like 20 yeah. something miles worth of social I was going to say, yeah, we're well beyond the six feet. We are, we we are, are to go. well <laughs> beyond it. So but the love uh, is still strong, though. Yeah. So I apologize for the audio won't be probably as good and crisp as it usually is, but hopefully uh, you can all live with it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we're all making sac- we're all making sacrifices, right? We are sacrificing <laughs> a lot. But as always, we want to keep this light and stupid, so we're not going to get too serious today. Not today at all. We're going to be talking, no, we're going to be talking about episode six of season two, Big Daddy's Little Lady. Yes. Uh, which features our second appearance of uh, Big Daddy Blanche's dad, as well as the second man playing Big Daddy. Yeah, this is not the guy that was in season one. It is not. No, in season one, it was Murray Hamilton. And in this season, it is David Wayne, not to be confused with uh, local Cleveland comedian legend, director of What Hot American Summer, David Wayne, totally different guy, uh, playing Big Daddy in this one. He was actually in an episode of The Twilight Zone that I recently watched. One of the classics from the 60s, I think it was from the 60s. And uh, and he played uh, a guy who made a deal with the devil so that he wouldn't be sick. He was actually, it's actually, it's very timely because he was a hypochondriac, always worried he was getting sick. He made a deal with the devil so he'd never die and be impenetrable. But it didn't turn out so good because there's always a hook. So anyway, Big Daddy comes to visit. And he once does. again, he has a surprise. Last yeah, time he surprise was, his surprise was that he was going to be have a terrible music <laughs> career. A country music <laughs> singer that did yeah. not go as planned. Not as planned. And then no. this time he shows up and he's got, his new, uh, I don't want to say her, I mean, she's not like really young. It's not like he showed up with like some 20 year old. She was a no. widow as well. She looked like she was probably like 40 or something like that, but considerably younger than him. Very yeah. considerable. And according to Blanche, probably her age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I know where Blanche tries to say that she is 41. 41. And Rose, Rose has the best comeback. She's like, you look terrible for your age. Terrible for your age. (laughs) But you know what I love about that? Blanche just blows her off like, oh, you're so crazy. (laughs) Right. I know. She just walks away. Like, she's like, I'm not listening to you. And the subplot for this one involves Rose and Dorothy are entering a local songwriting contest to write a real cheesy song all about Miami and how great Miami is. Absolutely. uh, (laughs) Where she's like, Miami is nice, so I'll say it twice, but then Rose works it into the song where she says it three times. Three times. So, yeah, <laughs> not, not quite right. But they eventually get one, but they didn't. Uh, spoiler alert, they don't win the contest. So No, they do uh, not. But then, can but we talk about when did they the get the piano a, in the house? The fact that a piano just magically appears in the living room? Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm not sure if you ever see the piano again, but that happens all the time. Like, was it just uh, an episode we were just talking about where you finally saw that they had a TV and a VCR right there? You know, you don't always see everything on that magical fourth wall on this show. But if there was a piano right there by the uh, kitchen entrance, I think we would have noticed that. My favorite line 
comes from whenever Dorothy and Rose are talking about being songwriting partners and you know Dorothy references <laughs> like well be like Simon and Garfunkel and uh you know uh, Rogers and Hammerstein or and then Blanche or Rose's great responses or Sherry Lewis and Lamb Sherry Chop. Lewis and Lamb Chop and Dorothy says she don't know if she can if her hand will go all the way up there yeah all that, that far up her dress yeah right God bless it. but uh <laughs> which is such a great line and then but then Dorothy's like but for $10,000, I'll give it a try. Listen, so, I would mm-hmm. too, Dorothy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Every, everyone has a price. And now that, we know what they, it they, is. Yeah, they do. Uh-huh. And, uh, but yeah, Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. I love that reference. I don't know how many people get that reference anymore. If you haven't, anyone under the age of 30 probably doesn't get the reference of Sherry I know, Lewis but that Chop. was so Lamb Chop. You know what else I was uh, watching? Remember, Madam? The puppeteer, oh, Madam. Yeah. No, I I love uh, Waylon Flowers and Madam. Waylon Madam. That was so, man, I'm telling you. Well, the next time you, whenever we're allowed to be in the same room together, I will show you this great thing I have. I have this great Madam, uh, like, special. It's like a nightclub act. It's like Madam as like full on raunchy adult Madam. Because anytime we saw Madam, it was usually on TV and you never got to see the full raunchy act, but I actually have a DVD of the actual thing that made Madame the puppet like so famous, like working all these like gay clubs and doing all these like really raunchy bits. It's really funny. I definitely have to check that out when I come oh my over God. again. You you will love it. It is really, really funny. I will I'll show it to you and you'll die. That'd be uh, so a awesome. Of, a friend of mine had the VHS and uh, he ripped a copy of it and put it on the DVD for me, but it's really, really good. Oh so, nice. Yeah. But do you know what I really liked when Big Daddy came mm-hmm. and how Blanche, like, she starts, like, talking all kind of uh, the Southern slang betwixt them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to sit betwixt. So, yeah, Big Daddy comes back and, you know, they're once again going to have a special, uh, you know, Dorothy offers to have the, the wedding at the house. They already had one wedding at the house in the first season. Yes, they don't end up having the wedding at the house. But I just think it's funny that they always want to have weddings at the house. They want to and... have everything at the house. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> have it at the house so we don't have to build another set. So there yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> so but, we're just gonna uh, have it here. Yeah, but I like whenever the widow Spencer, as she's referred to as, finally yes, shows up is. and they see her. She's this beautiful redheaded woman who, you know, they all <laughs> Blanche immediately loses her shit over and is like, no. She's, you know, immediately decides she's a gold digger. And again, we never even got to know anything about that, that character. He was just never. kind of there and then yelled at and then walked away. Yep. And Big Daddy stands up for his lady. Yeah, he does. And, yeah. And as he should, quite frankly. For his young thing. For his young thing. Who, who could blame him? Everyone deserves a young little hottie. Yes, we <laughs> do. Come on through. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, but oh, speaking about getting dates and uh, and getting lucky and falling in love, let's not forget about the other little kind of mini subplot. And this involves Sophia so getting looking through the obituaries, cruising the obituaries <laughs> for recently widowed men. Yes, she did. <laughs> to yes, pounce she... on the opportunity, and I love that by the time she calls the one, some other widow has already beat him to her. He can't go out with me. He's already taken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, I always hear about people in New York that would do that, that would like, you know, cruise the obituaries to find out like where apartments might be available. 
right. and now I find out that Sophia does it for men. That's a good idea. Listen, you know, maybe I'll have to do that. Listen, she said that. Uh, I love when Dorothy comes in, like, "Mom, of course he doesn't want to go out. He's grieving." She <laughs> said, "No, that's not it. <laughs> no, somebody beat me to it." Yeah. Her friend beat her to it. Yeah. And uh, but then later, whenever she gets a call from the guy who decides that she's going to go out with because, uh, I don't know, did that woman die already or whatever? But they're going to go see the movie Ruthless People. Right. You remember that movie? Ruthless I... People with Bette Midler? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. And Beth what Midler, was that guy? Danny guys? DeVito. Yes. Danny DeVito and Art Reinhold. And it is so it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it's oh, a funny movie. I think Colin Slater isn't it? I can't remember who's uh, who's who the other the younger blonde actress is, but yeah, it is. I love that movie. I yeah, that love, is a good love, movie. Love those people. So God bless uh, Sophia for having good taste in movies. Come uh, on now. Turns, she doesn't just watch porn, like we found out earlier that she has a little bit of a porn addiction. Yes, she uh, does. She, actually, she goes to the movies and sees some movies. So that's right. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That is so, so funny. And, and this one doesn't have a lot of like food stuff in it, uh, no. except for it does have them eating cheesecake. Uh, yes, this is it does. The cheesecake one when uh, Dorothy and Rose bust out the cheesecake when they're trying to think of what rhymes with orange, and Dorothy says, "Oh, well, how about cheesecake?" And she's like, "Well, I guess that could work." Is it yeah. cheesecake and orange rhyme? She, you know, they got their therapeutic cheesecake out though uh, for the three girls. But did you notice what Sophia is doing in the background while they're having cheesecake? No, I don't. What was she doing? She's sitting back there eating Oreos. Like, they're not sharing the cheesecake with her. Uh, or she didn't she want any. She sure them. was. She's just sitting back there. She has a little plate of Oreos and she's she eating sure Oreos. Did. She is, which it, I still don't know how those are accidentally vegan. I'm just, just I don't know. They're just magically accidentally vegan. And, yes. Uh, uh, and maybe, maybe Sophia was, uh, so we can see Sophia was accidentally vegan in this episode. Yes, we never she saw was. Her eat anything that wasn't vegan. Yes, she was. Gone, Sophia. Oh, and uh, Rose talks about making her hybrid crossbreeding a potato and a rutabaga to make a rutatata or Ruta-tata. a potato bega. Right. Or a potato bega. <laughs> so I yeah. wanted to ask you if you were making a cross between a potato or, or a rutabaga, which of those two fantasy names would you go with or would you call it something else? Potato bega. Potato bag. Right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. it right there. Mm-hmm. I think that I like works. The, I need a potato bag. Potato potato bag. But I, remember, you were my first. Mm-hmm. Um, you hit me to yeah. the um rutabaga. Yeah, you never had a rutabaga. I had you not. Said, you said black, black people, people don't eat rutabagas. rutabagas. <laughs> I'm just saying, people. <laughs> well, I mean, they may. I ain't never yeah. seen none. Well, I ain't never seen you nobody. Then next time you're at the grocery store, buy yourself a damn rutabaga. Next time Listen, you can go no, out shopping again. I honestly got one from um our farm, my local farmers market, and oh, I made and I okay. added it into some smashed potatoes. Yeah, they're delicious. It has they a great are. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and I, I was it. just like, I'm eating rutabagas. I was so pumped. I'm just saying, <laughs> I really was. I was. I was like. I'm just, I'm being turned out to rutabagas. I was so excited. Well, you should be. I love to make a mash with rutabaga, potato, and uh, a carrot. And you you, know, you mash Ooh, those all together with a little nutmeg. That's nice. And, and it's delicious. I like I that. A, if I had a rutabaga, I'd make that for my dinner tonight. Oh, that's so, nice. I like so that. Speaking, 
speaking of food, have you been cooking a lot since you've been uh, in, you know, as we're all self-quarantined right now? You know what? Not for myself. I've had no? like orders okay. for some of my clients and stuff, but other than that's that, good. that's it. That's keeping yeah. you busy at least. It um, is, which I'm grateful have, for, you know, because, hey, it's it's hard out here. I have been cooking all the damn time, and it's it's fun. I'm liking it. Having some good meals. Um, I did, I had one of my friend's birthdays was this last week, and so I made him a cake, and I had to go do uh, a supply run, and he lived right near where that was, and I had he was supposed to be home whenever I uh-huh. was going to, and I was going to drop off this cake for him, but then he That's wasn't right. there. He wasn't, he wasn't there. there. And... So I decided I was going to eat his entire cake because I wasn't going to see him again. Cause I'm I love out. that. <laughs> yes. I wasn't going to, I was going to let this cake go away. So I did an Instagram live with me just trying to eat an entire cake on my own. I saw it. And, it was awesome. And, I think you, know, you did I, awesome. I, I did pretty well, but I did not eat the entire thing. I am going to have that video up on my YouTube channel in the very near future. I've just been having some tech issues trying to get it edited and uh, put on there. Uh, but I think anyway, you did yeah. pretty doggone but, good. But I did think it was funny that we always talk about who the hell wants to watch someone just eat something on the internet. We're making fun of these mukbang videos, and then I made one. So I, there you go. <laughs> but you know what? Yours was classy. There's some people, you know <laughs> what I'm classy. saying? It was. It was classy. <laughs> Because some of these people, I'm like, that looks so freaking disgusting. Mm. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah, they're trying to be gross. Whereas I'm, you know, I'm eating off of my Luck for Say cake stand. So I guess it was classy. So, you know, so I think it was very, very classy. (laughs) Thank you. Well, uh, it was, it was, I'm not going to say I regret it because it was fun to do. And of course, the cake was delicious, or at least the first. Definitely the first quarter of the cake was delicious. <laughs> then it kind of gets. The second quarter of the cake was <laughs> tasted good. But I'll tell you, once I hit that halfway point, oh Ooh, my Lord. Baby, listen. Every bite, every bite was a challenge. <laughs> and Great. I could not, I, I did not make it. I did eat about, I think, probably like four fifths or five sixths of that cake. So yeah, I ate almost did. all of it. You did good. And I was not hungry for quite a while. It was just oh. right. That's one of those things. You're like, you know what? No. I don't want to do cake yeah. anymore right now. No. I just, no I just cake. don't. I don't want to. Oh. You can't make me. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, no more cake for a while. And uh, but I've been pretty good. I've been actually losing a little weight while I've been eating at home because I have been good about my portion controls and stuff like that. Until I ate an entire cake and then right. that derailed everything. That's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. But you did good though. I did do good. You know, and I had a friend who posted a picture of a meatball sub on her like Instagram story. And then that mm. made me want a meatball sub. But of right. course I didn't have any, I didn't have any sub, sub rolls. So I had to make some from scratch, which I had never done before. Look but at, at least show! And yeah. So I'm like, all these people are like, oh, the stores are out of bread. Just make your own damn bread. It's not that hard. That's you know? like the truth though. I actually made what well, I'm glad you said that because it did bring to my remembrance. I did actually make my own uh, tortilla rolls, my tortilla Ooh, shells. Did you? You made I did. Awesome. Yes. Corn or flour tortillas? Corn. Corn. Oh, excellent. I did. Mm. And I was so proud of myself. You and I didn't post it because they did look a little. They did look a little X-rated, but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it looked a little X-rated. Yeah, they were looked you a little X-rated. 
Are you making uh, phallic-looking tortillas again? I, they they just they didn't they tasted good, but they was a little suspicious. So, but it did it came out great though. But they you know so I'm going to uh, I'm definitely going to um, redeem myself. All right, with it. Good. Yeah, right. and then well, I'll I post them. I've never yeah. made my own homemade tortillas. It was so it was it was kind of cool, and yeah. I put them in the um when I poured it out. Uh, cause I made it, it kind of thin, like the batter a little thin. Cause I don't have a, you know, presser to uh-huh. press the ball out, you know? So mm-hmm. I did that and I put in my cast iron skillet. So we had like a nice little crisp to it. Mm-hmm. I was excited. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. And I was uh, excited. Did, you, did you use them for tacos or what did you use them for? Yes. I used them for tacos. I had, nice. I made some refried beans mm-hmm. and uh, I had some yellow rice with some um, jalapeno avocado, um, like crema. And I had mm-hmm. that with some uh, pickled cabbage I made. Excellent. So they mm. were really good. I was so excited. Ha- so for your um, kind of meals while you're at home, have you been just making like a big batch of something and then eating that for a few days? Or are you making different stuff every day? Or what are you doing? No, I just make whatever I want to eat just enough for that time (laughs) because I don't want to, you know, because I may have a taste for something else or then sometimes I won't even eat for a while. And then I'm like, I don't want anything to go to waste, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'll just kind of just, you know, chill out with it and just make enough for what I want to do right then. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, I've been, I've been trying to do better about that because sometimes I'll make something and it's a lot. And usually I have people over and I go through stuff, but it's fine. But yeah, now when it's just me here all the time, Mm -hmm. I don't have, you know, I don't want to eat the same thing five, six meals in a row. Uh, But so I've been making a lot of different things. Like I made, I made some of my uh, like vegan pork fried rice. That recipe's on my website. I did that one day, but then I had a lot of extra seitan. Like that recipe, the recipe that I have makes enough seitan kind of two batches of that. So then I used I used that seitan and other things, but I did other stuff with it. Like I made like a barbecue seitan sandwich and you know nice. did other stuff with it. So you make a big batch of something, but you do different things with it. So okay, mix it up, yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you about that beef stew I made. You did. Mm. You posted a picture of that. I think, yes, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that looked good. Maybe so it was too. it was really good. Yes, I can't wait to make it. And my cornbread was so mm. good. Yeah. Well. I just had to laugh with it because it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> food, that, food that makes you giggle. I like it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's when the it's best kind there. of food. I'm telling you. Yeah. Listen. Um, oh, well, here, we'll, we'll transition back to uh, Golden Girls. Speaking of things that made me giggle, uh, I loved whenever uh, Rose is, of course, giving another one of her St. All Love stories, talking about Molly, the town manicurist. Who would right. buff more than your nails for five dollars? Yes, uh, she would. And, and I love Sophia's response to that. She's like, in Sicily, for five dollars, you got a woman, a manicure, a cappuccino, and a box of Milano cookies to take home to your wife. There you now go. Now that that is a full service prostitute for five dollars. I'll tell you. Yeah, that it much. is. Go ahead on. She telling the truth. <laughs> she telling the truth. She said, "Let me tell you back in Sicily what we did." That's what she said. She yeah. said, let me tell y'all, because y'all up here tripping. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. what we did in Sicily, how we got mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Tell, the tr- a, tell a, them, Sophia. That is a good, good deal. That's all I'm saying. You don't even need a, like the coupon out of like the entertainment book. 
Not you at just all. get all that. That's just right. on the menu. It was. And I also like Sophia's other best line in this when she's talking about she said something about like how you know that people in their sixties and seventies can have great sex and then Sophia says, Yeah, well, that's with people in their sixties and seventies, but you know, put me with Tom Cruise and you'd be peeling me off the ceiling. There so, she was. Hmm. Listen. Hmm. There's, there's an image. Back in the day, I'm just saying. Tom Cruise, <laughs> uh, hey, the first Mission Impossible, he can get it. He probably don't want he, it, no. but he can get it. He can get it. Well, <laughs> he can get uh, I, I've met him, and he's, he's he's a nice enough guy. So, yeah, I think we've talked That's about that. That's so nice. So, yeah. You, who uh, else have you met? We, you know, we're going to do a separate podcast on the people that you <laughs> met. Because we got Kathleen Turner. I, but you know what? That's one thing. It's like, I love when people name drop with people that I know. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm like, really? You, I tell people, I tell people that I know Vegan Vicky, and that's the most important name I can drop right now. So, listen, I know it mm-hmm. is. You better mm-hmm. let them know. Hey, hey, <laughs> you got you got fans out there. People love you. I, you know, I think equally love me and probably look at me in disgust when they see me. Hey, yeah, that's but, my past. Well, that's, that's that. Hey, that was. BV yeah. before veganism. <laughs> that's what we uh, that's what we always say, or that's what we said at that uh, when we talked about the episode with uh, Frida Claxton. You know, you're yes, not doing honey. something right if you don't have at least one person show up at your funeral that's glad you're dead. So listen, there you go. Ex- there you go. <laughs> so you've done hey, it right, Frida Claxton. Mm-hmm, Frida Claxton. So well, this this episode, of course, Blanche eventually goes to they have a lot of scenes that take place in hotel rooms like when they leave they the house do. it seems like they always have a confrontation at a hotel room like dorothy was just confronting stan at the hotel with his you know where she thought he was having an affair with blanche and now this one blanche goes to uh confront her dad uh you know over things and you know they patch things up in a wonderfully tacky like 80s pastel florida hotel room it's just the worst looking room i know and uh, it- I'm like, are they all staying in the same hotel at these times? Because it's like, they just do, it, it kind of looks the same. They could be. <laughs> you they know? could be. Yeah, right. it was, it... yeah, but I'm glad she, you know, hooked back up with, you know, uh, the widow. What mm-hmm. was the widow? Um, uh, the, the widow Spencer. The yeah. widow she Spencer. Made... <laughs> she, she was made, not she a bad nice. lady. No. Right. Because she finally realized both love Big Daddy and we want him to be happy. So there you go. That's right. Um, she was not a gold no. digger. The only other thing I wanted to talk about uh, in this episode, there's a passing reference to kind of a terrible human being. They they made reference to Anita Bryant. Like when they didn't win the songwriting contest, they said that the, the winners exactly. got their picture taken with Anita Bryant. And most people don't remember who Anita yes. Bryant was, but she was this conservative Christian lady who led a whole campaign, an anti-gay campaign back in uh, the, the 70s. So I don't really have a whole lot of love for Anita Bryant. So, yeah. No, yes, she, she did. didn't. Oh, yeah. Alpha. They should not have. Uh, yeah, Anita Bryant. She was a singer. But, yeah, she was a t- not a nice lady, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Anita. But you know what? What I find and a lot of people that always talk about something that they hate the most are the ones that do it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's your theory. All right. So Miss that, that so Miss Anita uh-huh. Bryant. Mm-hmm. Hey. I think she's I mm-hmm. think she's dead. But uh and if not, you know, I don't want to say I hope she's dead. That's but, all right. You know, 
I don't miss her. No, but you know what? She go. She she died with a secret. That's all I'm gonna say. Because <laughs> everything I'm just saying, it's mostly all the ones that talk well, talk talk about what they despise yeah. are always the ones that well, do there it. There are. Oh, actually, hmm. no. Apparently, she's still alive. So there you go. Anita Bryant still alive, and living with her lesbian <laughs> lover. <laughs> well, that's your that's your theory anyway, and. That's, the that's theory. my theory. And, uh, but it is true. Like, there's a lot of those, like, there's that one uh, politician who voted against, uh, he's a, he was a conservative Republican politician who just came yeah. out. He was, like, this actually really hot guy who, of course, was on, like, grinder and all right. this stuff, but had voted against, like, all this, like, an- right. he was very, like, anti-gay and all of this. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was so anti-gay. Like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm telling you. It's yep. something to that. It happens. Mm. I'm true. just saying. I'm just saying. saying. I'm mm. just that's all yeah. I'm saying. And I'm, I mean, not to bring up this idiot, but uh, Rush Limbaugh talking about all that. And he a dick and he a yeah. crackhead. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I'm preaching past the collection plate. <laughs> uh, oh, bless you. I'm all just right, saying well, what you preach about the most. Hmm. Okay. We'll get back to the Widow well, Spencer. I get off my <laughs> Well, but we don't have much to say else about Widow Spencer because she was barely, she was I barely don't. a character, quite frankly. <laughs> she was, and she barely had. Yeah, any I know. She just roles. kind of stood there most of the time, and they talked about her when she was around, but they never really. Well, yeah, she was <laughs> it's in the kind world. of weird. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. my gosh, that was, was so hilarious. Strange. Yeah, she was, she was in a glorified the room, extra, and they just talking around yeah. her. For the person who's kind of the crux of the Hilarious. entire plot, she was a glorified extra in her own episode. She was just there for yeah. to be pretty. Mm. That's she. She was just looking wide eyed, mm-hmm. wide eyed redhead. That's all. Do you have anything else you want to say to the good people of uh, the internet before we uh, wrap it up today? Oh, you know what? I do. I'm having a pop-up. you are a carry out a prepaid only. At Birch Cafe. Yes, it's going to be on the 18th of April. It's a Saturday, but you have to prepay for your meal, and we're going to do a vegan soul food Saturday. So you you get, um, you know, fried chicken, Mm -hmm. cornbread, your choice of sides and stuff, but uh, you have to prepay, and it's curbside service. So you won't even have to get out of your vehicle. Perfect. And you can have a delicious meal. So yes, I am having a carry out yeah, pop-up. That's great. Well, of course. A curbside, prepaid curbside, that's something it. like that. Yeah, so that's that's really yeah, it right cool. now. We were supposed to have the uh, veg out Euclid at the end of this month, but of course that has been postponed. So I don't have any right. events coming up right now. Uh, there's a chance that you might have some uh, access again to the best damn brownies in the near future as well here in Cleveland. But uh, that's uh, in the works. And, uh, but for right now, just kind of, you know, check me out at bitchyveganhomo.com and Instagram and uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest at bitchyveganhomo and on Facebook at VVH Show. Right. Oh, I forgot to oh. tell them where. I, oh, urbansweetness.com and urban underscore sweetness on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Excellent. All right. Yes. And, and you know what, what? Dave? Even though we're miles apart, I want to thank you for Aww, being a thanks, friend. Aw, thanks, Vicky. Aw. All right, bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>